Before we get into this week's top stories, remember Business of Cannabis, the New York City Sessions, back 23rd of February. Early bird prices end midnight Eastern Standard Time, 3rd of February. More details in the show notes. But now, here are this week's top stories. FDA's inaction on CBD regulations means more cannabis questions for Congress. New Year brings new laws and new rules for cannabis businesses in the US. Three firms steer ESIG and cannabis firms' $42 million IPO filing. Judge rejects New York challenge to suit that's delaying cannabis store openings. Virginia House panel kills GOP-led push to legalize retail cannabis sales. And Prohibition Partners has published the European CBD Report. Hi there, and welcome along to this week's edition of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Quick reminder, if you haven't yet, please do us a favor, click the follow button in whichever podcast app you're listening to this in. Now let's get into those stories. FDA's inaction on CBD regulations means more cannabis questions for Congress. The FDA's announcement that it won't regulate products containing CBD and will instead pass that buck to Congress means the preservation of the current uneasy status quo for now, writes MJ Biz Daily. The publication notes that trade associations representing the industry have stated they're disappointed by the announcement, hoping instead the agency would have provided clear rules. Michael Bronstein, the president of the Washington, D.C.-based American Trade Association for Cannabis and Hemp, told MJ Biz Daily, We will diligently work with Congress to develop and advance a pathway that protects consumers, creates certainty in the marketplace for CBD goods, and provides for sound regulation. New Year brings new laws and rules for cannabis businesses in the U.S., MJ Biz Daily explores how businesses in several states with legal cannabis markets, including California, Michigan, Oregon, and Utah, are adapting to meet changing laws and regulations that could affect sales and how they run their operations. The publication also explores several states that are continuing to refine their regulations, while others create entirely new frameworks. For example, New York, where recreational sales launched in late December, Nevada, approved consumption lounges in September. Utah, Greta Brandt expects regulators to keep an eye on product packaging, particularly regarding a requirement that logos can account for only 20% of a package's face design, stating, This is where we're going to see a lot of change in how products are presented, as well as fluctuations as products may be pulled, reformulated, and rebranded. Firms steer e-cig and cannabis firms $42 million IPO filing. Law 360 reports that the e-cigarette and cannabis vaping product brand Inspire Technology plans to raise up to $42 million US dollars by offering 6 million shares at a price range of $6 to $8 each. The IPO will be guided by Elanoff Grossman and Skoll LLP, Sidley Austin LLP, and Tianyan Law Firm. The shares will be listed on the NASDAQ under the ticker symbol ISPR, and the company said that based on the proposed price range's midpoint, it expects a market value of $392 million. Judge rejects New York challenge to suit that's delaying cannabis store openings. MJ Biz Daily reports that a federal judge rejected New York's effort to toss a lawsuit that's been delaying the opening of recreational cannabis stores across the state, including in Brooklyn. 
continuing the wait for the issuance of 63 of the state's planned 150 adult-use retail licenses. Kenneth Gay sued the State Office of Cannabis Management on behalf of his company, Varicite, alleging that the requirement that cannabis retail applicants have both a significant presence in New York and a criminal record for a cannabis-related conviction under state law creates irreparable damage to the company. The publication suggested that New York is likely to appeal the challenge to its adult-use cannabis regulations at the Federal Circuit Court of Appeals. Virginia House panel kills GOP-led push to legalize retail cannabis sales. Ben Zinger reports that Virginia lawmakers struck down a push to legalize and set a framework for retail sales of recreational cannabis on Tuesday. HB 1464, which aimed to create a framework for retail sales, failed 5-2 with Republicans being against it. At HB 1750, which would have allowed Virginia Cannabis Control Authority to issue cannabis licenses in 2024, was also killed. Normal Development Director J.M. Padini stated, Absent a regulated marketplace, consumers of cannabis products don't know whether they're getting a safe, tested product or one contaminated with potentially dangerous adulterants. If we do nothing, we have a problem on our hands, and we need to protect the citizens of Virginia from the illicit market. Prohibition Partners has published the European CBD Report. CBD products have now been on European shelves for decades, but the influx of concentrated CBD products like flour and the range of oil products is a relatively recent phenomenon. As such, CBD consumer practices in Europe are changing quite rapidly, and as CBD has no intentional trading codes and most companies are operating in a legally grey space, there is a dearth of data on consumption patterns. To fill this gap in knowledge, Prohibition Partners surveyed 5,234 people across Germany, the UK, Spain, Italy, Poland, France and the Netherlands on their knowledge and usage patterns of CBD. The survey represents the most up-to-date survey of this population to be found in any publication in the world as of mid-2022 and offers unprecedented insights into the key metrics of CBD consumption patterns in Europe. Prohibition Partners examines the financial implications of the current trends in consumption in the CBD market sizing package available alongside this report. Specific laws and regulations for CBD are lagging far behind the evolution of the market, meaning CBD is now potentially the largest CBG product in Europe, which is, in the majority, sold under legally grey conditions. This situation is evolving fast, with new laws, regulations and enforcement practices changing at the European and national level on a quarterly basis. This report is designed to bring readers up to speed on the CBD industry in Europe in terms of legislation, regulations and enforcement, how to operate a compliant CBD business and the current supply chain and consumer behaviour. And now briefly in other news. Alabama's licensing process is underway. Efforts for legalization in Florida are building and South Carolina is making progress on its medical cannabis legalization program through the introduction of the South Carolina Compassionate Care Act. California lawmakers are calling for a sweeping investigation into corruption in the state's cannabis industry, legislative hearings in the exploitation of farm workers and new laws to thwart labor trafficking. 
Over a year after New York Governor Kathy Hochul pledged $200 million to support social equity applicants in the state's burgeoning cannabis market, the Social Equity Cannabis Investment Fund is still pending its first investment. At the same time, 280 conditionally licensed New York cannabis farmers had until Wednesday to decide on four cultivation plans for 2023. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and several other key Democratic senators met Wednesday to discuss cannabis legislation, two Senate sources have now confirmed. And new economic analysis shows Oklahoma could generate nearly half a billion dollars in revenue from adult-use cannabis sales in the first five years if voters approve the reform at the ballot next month. And now, Europe's headlines. Business Can reports that HHC, said to produce similar effects to THC, has swept through Europe in recent months, and HHC products, including gummies, vapes, and even raw flour, are openly sold and readily available online and in high street stores. After 60-plus years of negativity and prohibition, the tide has turned for hemp at the highest levels of global governance, explained Lorenzo Romanese, Managing Director, and Francesco Marizzi, Senior Policy Advisor at the European Industrial Hemp Association for Business Camp. Revenue for high tide in the fourth quarter doubled to 108 million Canadian dollars, up from 53.8 million a year earlier. The business has also entered into a non-binding letter of intent with Germany-based health and life science company Sanity Group. According to Business Can, Maltese Authority for the Responsible Use of Cannabis, or ARUC, has laid out the requirements its social clubs will have to meet before they're licensed to legally sell cannabis. However, critics fear it could end up facilitating the black market and fail in its commitment to being non-profit based. 15% of European consumers have tried CBD, but industry is held back by a high turnover rate of users, according to reports in Business Can. Czech Republic's going to outline laws for legalization of adult-use cannabis, according to Cannabis Health. Also according to them, NICE recommends Epidiolux for treatment of tuberous sclerosis complex. This week, Cannabis Health looks into how are consumers using CBD, seven key trends in Europe. And Business Can brings you the latest roundup of European cannabis stocks, exploring developments with a candor Jazz Pharmaceuticals and Cannabo. Cannabis events. We've got a few upcoming events to invite you to and we hope to see you there. Webinar coming up. Technology, privacy and regulation in an evolving industry. Business of Cannabis is hosting a webinar on the 7th of February in partnership with Talk and Mains, Uber and Trust Beverage. The cannabis industry is constantly evolving, with companies always looking to find innovative new ways to bring their products to consumers. In this expert webinar, we'll be looking at how can cannabis companies stay ahead of the curve and identify the challenges such developments might present. You can register to watch for free. The Business of Cannabis New York Sessions, as we mentioned at the beginning of this week's podcast, is back on the 23rd of February. Join us in the heart of the Big Apple alongside our partners Leafly for an intimate night of talks, networking, an open bar and a dedicated cannabis consumption lounge at the women-owned Work and Roll New York City in Chelsea. Cannabis Europa London takes place on the 2nd and 3rd of May. You can join policymakers, entrepreneurs, innovators and investors to shape the future of the maturing European cannabis industry 
and a market that's said to be worth £3.2 billion by 2025. Business of Cannabis New York will once again bring together the most influential businesses, financial institutions and policymakers from across the sector for a packed one-day programme, providing best-in-class networking opportunities with key industry figures, sought-after insights and a trusted knowledge hub for the New York cannabis industry. Grab your tickets today and join us on October the 4th in New York. The links for the events in the show notes. Are you looking for a job in cannabis? You'll definitely be interested in our job of the week then. Provided every week by our partners, this week Cannabis at Work are looking for a vice president of packaging for a cannabis company with two facilities in Quebec. Under the authority of the CEO, the VP of packaging will ensure the management as well as maintain and improve all the operational activities of the packaging department. You can see the full description and apply via the link in the show notes. Well, that's it for another edition of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Hope you enjoyed that. And by all means, reach out to us, give us your feedback, and let us know what you think about the stories via the link in the show notes. You'll find all the podcast pages at businessofcannabis.com. Just click on podcast. Until next time, have a great weekend. Speak to you next Friday.